What does it mean to be a hero? Joseph Campbell knows. There's a call to adventure, a refusal of the call, a time in the belly of the whale, and all that stuff. And one of the great benefits screenwriters have taken particular from this is how to write a great story. Because that's what Joseph Campbell did 70-some years ago. He read all these myths, saw the commonalities in the journey of the main character, and wrote them down. Now, I know Campbell didn't do this so that we could have some of the bad movies we have out there today. Bad myths, we might call them. Joseph Campbell wanted to show us that these motifs and patterns are common to human consciousness, that religions are more alike than we think, and that myth is a kind of language of the soul, a language of art that can point us back to understanding our own primordial identities. This is only my guess, but I believe as Campbell got older and older and continued living his own journey and worked more and more with his own students, he saw that the aspects of the hero's journey were true of our individual lives as well. What is a hero, essentially, he says? The hero isn't someone who has hit 600 home runs in his lifetime. The hero is someone who has given his life for a cause or for others. This is a powerful point for real life. We are not all living adventure stories, although life can be a great adventure. We are not all on a road to trials, although life is filled with challenges. We don't all have to feel rejected in our own hometown. The call to adventure is the call within each of us to live for something greater than ourselves. It could be a person. It could be a political movement. It could be a career of service. It could be a moment of heroism. Campbell often told the story of a policeman who risked his own life to catch a man before he dove to his death committing suicide. In that moment, the officer forgot about family, about comforts, about himself. Later, he would share that he had had to help this man, and if he didn't try, he would never have been able to live with himself. This idea that the real hero's journey is about living for a cause greater than ourselves also helps us get out of the hyped-up masculinity often associated with the hero's journey. The hero doesn't have to go anywhere. She can stay right where she is. She needs only to, through the feminine power, achieve a renewed birth. Campbell shares, Here is a principal mythological role of the feminine principle. She gives birth to us physically, but she is the mother, too, of our second birth. Our birth is spiritual entities. This is the basic meaning of the motif of the virgin birth, that our bodies are born naturally, but at a certain time there awakens in us our spiritual nature, which is the higher human nature, not that which simply duplicates the world of the animal urges of erotic power drives and sleep. Instead, there awakens us the notion of a spiritual aim, a spiritual life, an essentially human mystical life to be lived above the level of food, of sex, of economics, politics, and sociology. In this sphere of the mystery dimension, the woman represents the awakener, the giver of birth in that sense. The female not only achieves the hero's journey, but embodying and utilizing the feminine principle is an essential part of achieving success on the journey. One of the Campbell's teachings that I love the most, he often refers to as the master of two worlds. The hero gets the hell away from home, which to be honest is for most of us the initial reason for going on the journey in the first place, not to live for a cause greater than ourselves, but to escape the boredom of home. The hero then embarks on a path of discovery. Somewhere on that journey, she discovers a jewel. It is a jewel of understanding on how to live, on how to be, on how to grow. But then, the hero is called back home. Oh no. But the idea is that the journey isn't complete until the hero can take the jewel of her new understanding and bring it home. This is perhaps the greatest trial. Your renewed political beliefs shared at Christmas dinner. Your profound wisdom expressed against the brick wall of the old common sense. Your new position of being seen in the world hitting up against people's understanding of who they think you are. 
Even Jesus bumps up against this in his story. After he returns to his hometown, he is preaching and healing, and he's the man, right? Until people in the crowd realize who, for them, he really is. Hey, isn't that Mary and Joseph's boy? What a crack. And even Jesus can't perform any miracles on that day and in that place. How do we overcome this challenge? We learn that we don't impart wisdom. We learn that we can't share the jewel from the end of the journey, but we must return it to the beginning. We have to become the jewel. We must shine it. We must let others see it in the light of their own understanding. And when they too learn to live for that cause greater than themselves, they too will find it in their own way and time.